Hey there, enthusiasts. Welcome to Hero Bites, Episode 3, brought to you by The Real Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, Judge Greg. Joining me in the hallowed halls of Hero Talk, I have the Black Dragon himself, Vernon. Hey, welcome back. Hey, thanks. All right. So, you know, waiting a whole month is usually not that big of a deal, but we had... (laughs) Wow, we had D23 and San Diego Comic-Con, so holy cow, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of, a lot of news, a lot of things to, to go over. We won't be covering everything. We, that's c- just, we couldn't that's possibly. Insane. Holy cow. There was, yeah. I, I, at one point in the middle of uh, last week when San Diego was going on, I, I remember I sent you a message and said, I'm scrapping all of our notes that aren't D23 because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we don't have time. So I yeah. scrapped everything that was non-D23 related, added all the Comic-Con stuff, and then you, you, we've been curating it a little bit this this uh, last few hours. And holy cow, holy cow. But before we get into that, people, what they really care about is, hey, how have you been doing? Hey, I'm great. Um, just kind of been getting over a throat thing. I, oh. I don't know what the, what the deal is. It's the middle of summer, and apparently I have a, a cold slash laryngitis. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, getting over that. Yeah, and, well, uh, I'm glad you're over it now. Otherwise, this was going to be a pretty one-sided podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll sign for you guys. <laughs> I don't know just, how that would work in audio. Just tap the microphone once if you agree with me and twice if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, you... you Get to see anything or, or watch any new movies or anything like that? Um, I recently rented Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the World oh. or Against the World. Um, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, so. it's <laughs> that movie. That movie. Speaking of San Diego Comic Con, breaks my heart. It Why? received well because San Diego. What I specifically remember is that in order to try to create buzz about this film, and San Diego Comic Con is one of the places where they did this, they kept giving away free screenings. Aww. And and the problem when you do that is that for a film which is going to be it's based on a comic book which I I hear is insanely popular but I've never read what what ended up happening is I believe most people who really wanted to see it mm. saw it at one of the several dozen free screenings they were putting on everywhere so when it came so, time for the movie to be released it made almost no <laughs> it was it was considered an abject failure in in the theaters oh man because everybody had seen it at one of those screenings yeah now I I paid money to see it because I I didn't. I might have lived near one of the screenings. I'll be perfectly honest. I didn't really check, but I just wanted to see it. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I actually really like the movie. I, I thought it was funny. And I, I'm a little sad. I have it on Blu-ray. So, I mean, I have that going for me. But it's just sad. It just makes me sad to think of how good that movie was. And that, you know, it still just, it didn't quite get the, the following it probably deserved. Hmm. Well, uh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I, I quite like it. I can't think of anything I've really been watching. I saw the Castlevania series on Netflix. Oh, how was that? Uh, that was, it was good. It's very short. I would say the first season is, is really just kind of feels like the setup to a story rather than a story in and of itself. Oh, uh, maybe like it, I won't watch it then. It definitely feels like a prologue. If if you haven't seen, I I recommend seeing it. But if if you can kind of if you could bring yourself to do this, maybe don't watch it until season two comes out, which has already been ordered and is apparently going to be much longer. The season one was sort of like a proof of concept. Yeah, and so okay. I think season two is supposed to be lo- like a much longer actual story. Hmm. Well, fair enough. I'll uh, I'll hold off then because it was on my list of things I was kind of curious about. But yeah, I think I'll hold off then. Yeah. So I wasn't I wasn't really planning on watching it. It was one of those things where I just was going to put it on my maybe list. So anyway, I've been so I've been a podcasting fool this last month. 
I've been on, that, that busy, huh? Yeah, I have been on a ton of podcasts, including I recorded a few uh, to sort of pad my pad out what I had in the can. And one of one, one of the podcasts I was going to be on the Almost Better Than Silence podcast, uh, which is it's normally a video game podcast, and and they asked me to be on, and of course I was I, I was going to do it, and they said to me, by the way, uh, do you think you could watch Castlevania? We'd like to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> and so I thought to myself, like, oh shoot, I never have time to watch these things. Like, I had just finished, uh, I had just finished watching season one of The Flash as much as I possibly could because I was recording a hero talk on it. And so I just thought, okay, well, let me see if I can do it. And he said, it's it's really short, but you know, I I don't know what that means to people who don't have kids. You know, it's really because you know, like it it'll take you a night. It's only like fourteen episodes. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it, but. It's it's four episodes and they're each just over twenty minutes long. Okay, that's doable. Yeah, so I I totally did that in one night and then you know very proud of myself because I could check it off the list because anytime I can check something off the list is just a personal accomplishment for me. That and, will be a a yearly thing to you know have have on the list of accomplishments there. But I do want to throw that out there that you didn't invite me to the Flash one. I know. I'm sorry. I thought about it afterwards, but I thought I I had promised the Flash to uh, to Axelon for a while. And I, I wanted to give it to him. However, I will say that, um, and we're, we're getting way ahead of ourselves now because the Flash <laughs> hasn't even been published yet. However, um, I, the next one I'm planning to do with him will be Flash season two because I'm just, I've decided I, I just don't have the stomach for Arrow season three yet. So, ah, okay. So we're going to do Flash season two. Are you caught up on season two? Uh, yes. Awesome. You, we, we will, we will get you on that one. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, just let's not, let's not lie to each other to protect each other. No. Well, I was going to keep it a secret, um, because I didn't, I didn't want you to get hurt, but, but you found out somehow anyway. <laughs> and now I'm just going to walk away. Now you're going to walk away, but that's okay. We'll make up and then I'll find some other secret I'm going to keep from you to protect you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that show so much sometimes. <laughs> When, when, as soon as Joe ever says, it's always Joe. Joe, Joe is the problem. He's always like, you, Iris can't know about this. Like, oh, has that ever worked out, Joe? Why? <laughs> yeah. Or Barry. Barry. And they never want Iris to know stuff. That's the worst part. Like, no one trusts Iris. Nobody okay. trusts Iris. Or Cisco. A lot of people like to keep things from Cisco. Well, Cisco, I get. He's not chill under pressure. He is, he is not. But man, Iris is generally fairly cool with like 99% of the stuff that's going to happen to her. But she's just more <laughs> mad they don't tell her. But then they keep doing it. <laughs> oh boy. Well, we'll see what comes out in, in season oh, four. Maybe another, maybe another I'm, speedster. I'm going to go ahead and predict that there's another speedster <laughs> shows up, but Barry just isn't fast <laughs> enough. <not> fast enough. <laughs> oh. I think we make fun of the Arrowverse every time we record. We we really, you know, <laughs> I, I like these shows. I do. I like them. However, man, each show has its own thing that just kind of picks at me. And yeah. for Flash, it's that they've just been rehashing the same story the last three seasons. For Arrow, yeah. it's the fact that everyone thinks that 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 it's all Arrow's always like. Well, I can't be happy. Oh, maybe I can be happy. No, I can't be happy. <laughs> Secrets. Secrets are just all over the place. Everyone's got secrets. And yes, that's, I, the, I, that's the unfortunate bit of this. Yeah, everyone's got secrets. And then Legends and Supergirl, they got their own stuff going on. All right, that's enough of that. So let's, we got, we have a ton of movies to talk about. So we'll start with D23, Disney's Expo. Now we're going to skip all the news about the Disney parks, which I actually found to be very relevant because I go to Disney parks as often as I can. And I constantly try to figure out ways that I can get there more often because it's expensive. And 
Anyway, <laughs> I'm I'm one of those. I so I anything you can do to save a buck to get to Disney, I'm sort of I do that, including I have a Disney rewards card. So that, oh wow! So it earns points that can be spent on on anything Disney related. So that that can definitely help. And then you know one of those deals where you're constantly looking for like the cheap airline tickets and figuring out places to go and where to stay and and, and the trip planning. You got anything you, that'll get you points? Any anything anything. There are times where I need to pay for something and I know I have the money, but I just charge it anyway. Yeah. Because I just you know I need to get the points. So I I do a lot of th- th- this is this is really weird. So like when my insurance payments come for my car or something, mm. uh, so I have the money in my bank account. I pay it with the credit card. And then I just transfer the money from my bank account to the credit card so I can get the points. <laughs> Instead of writing a check, I pay it with the credit card first and then just transfer the money over so that I can, so that I can get, I can get the points. Cause all about those points. All you, uh, all you listeners out there that are looking to adult, you can really learn something from, from the judge here. <laughs> yeah. Although, um, don't just buy stuff with the credit card if you don't have the money in your account to just transfer over because that's bad. Okay. Ugh. Man, that's what I do all the time. It, it it just occurred to me that the moral of our story was almost just buy it with your credit card. You get points. <laughs> no, no, we're giving sound advice and wisdom. Yeah, but and so the big the big thing that really interested me uh, is they're going to be adding a ratatouille. So I guess we are talking about the park apparently because I'm just getting into it. We're going into it. They're they're adding a ratatouille uh, somewhere to Epcot. I think to France and in, in the in the big circle of countries. They are ratatouille. They they they're gonna call it. I think it's a uh, it's an attraction, whatever that might be, a ride or an interactive thing, something about that. So oh, ratatouille. Okay. Uh, there's talk of adding some countries. There's going to be a, oh a sky gondola that's going to connect um going to connect a couple of the resorts to Hollywood Studios and Epcot, and that's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, I mean, I haven't been to Disney in years, so a lot of this is kind of a foreign language yeah. to me. That, that's fair. The big thing is that, you know, because a lot of the, uh, the, the lower tier resorts, I hate to say lower tier because it's Disney. It's not like anything is a bad resort, but there are definitely, there are definitely levels of the resorts and it usually is determined by how big the rooms are and how many rooms there are and what kind of amenities are there. Uh, so mm. the last time I was there, I stayed in Pop Century, which is a super, super nice resort, even though it's like the lowest end because again it's it's still disney you know it's not like yeah. disney's not going to have bad rooms the only the only thing i would say about the pop century i didn't stay at a renovated room is that the, it's it's relatively small but i mean it's 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 disney world how much time do you figure i spent in my room I mean, you you may not want to walk around because I hear that place is built to kind of keep you in there. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm going anywhere. It's it's and it's got buses, but they're they're it's going to have uh the sky gondola is going to connect the uh the pop century, the art of animation, and I think the all stars maybe. So it's just it's it's an extra added mode of transportation from some of the lower end resorts, which don't usually get extra added transportation. They typically just get buses. Hmm. Okay. Well, that'll be something new. Yeah, and it's it was something that's very exciting. Um, and so that if I if I were to stay at one of those resorts again, then that would obviously be something that would interest me. Uh, anyway. Uh, so let's let's talk about the movies. There was a ton of movies that were announced at D twenty three. Some of them we learned some stuff about. Some of them we were just told they're happening. Such so, there, there wasn't much footage that came out of this. Not a ton. I remember some Star Wars footage. Uh, they showed a uh, behind the scenes thing for uh, Episode Eight, and I think the Lion King got some footage. 
there was a Wrinkle in Time trailer, and wasn't there, uh, Mary Poppins got a trailer too, right? I didn't see it if there was. Yeah, I think they did, uh, with, uh, what, Lynn Manuel, is that the guy's name? The guy from Hamilton? Yeah, yeah, is, is he, like, a major star in it? Cause I think, uh, yeah, he's I a, think, didn't he do, like, Moana, and they, like, they gave him bigger roles in terms of writing songs for them? Yes, yeah, he did the music for Moana, and he's going to have uh, a major role in Mary Poppins. He was a, a street lamp lighter in the in the trailer oh okay which well, is something something i had to remember existed at one point yeah no i uh <laughs> i I've, i was never big into mary poppins so mary yeah. poppins returns it just reminds me of batman returns and yeah. i kind of want to watch batman returns now yeah i understand it's about it's like one of the 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 kids from the first mary poppins i think it's about the boy maybe who's now grown up and has his own family and still living in in that same house and mary poppins comes back because he falls on hard times or something of course it's about it's a it's a continuation of the story slash soft reboot. Yeah, basically. That's that's sort of how Hollywood works now. It, it it's amazing for me how many of the movies that they announced are either remakes or sequels. Well, I'm, the original the originals are what? Coco. Coco. I don't even know what Coco was. I didn't see anything about Coco other than its name on a board. Did you see what Coco was? It's a there is a trailer out there. Um apparently there's like a a festival for the dead or something like that and the dead uh-huh. can visit our world, but one kid goes to their world and it it's going to make me cry. It looks like it's going to make me cry. So that's okay. take that for what it is. Yep, that's But fair. that's an original that's a Pixar original, mm-hmm. not a sequel or anything. And then yep. you got uh would it, would Avengers Infinity War be considered a a sequel? I would consider that a sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an original concept, the whole build up for the big final event, yeah. but uh I mean it's it's still the third Avengers movie. Okay, that that makes sense then. Yeah, uh, technically the fourth. Technically the fourth. Yeah, the Civil War. The Civil 2. War 5. basically was yeah. Civil War counts. Civil War is like a combination of Avengers, Captain America. So Incredibles two. Yes, I didn't see any footage for that, but I've been waiting for that for a long time. I hear they're they're going to be bringing in a lot more superheroes into Incredibles too. Oh, that would be nice, but it, I don't know. It was kind of the family aspect that I really liked about it. I know. I really hope it kind of stays with the family, and I don't see too many more superheroes floating around. Yeah, I, I did read that like Jack Jack was going to be a big like the one of the main like the main character. See, now I heard it focused mostly on um the Elastigirl part, and that the the dad and Jack Jack were sort of going to be together babysitting. I don't know. I I haven't really read a whole awful lot on it. I liked Incredibles, but I wasn't really super in love with it. I will obviously see this because it's a Disney Pixar film, and that's what I do. But yeah. anyway, uh, <laughs> so next is this is this is a weird title. I, the main title is Ralph Breaks the Internet, but it's Wreck It Ralph too. So is that the entire title? I think or? that's the entire entire title is Ralph Breaks the Internet, Wreck It Ralph too. Hmm. Which is, which is awkward. Now, what I don't get is in, in Wreck-It Ralph, we establish this little arcade world where everyone hangs out. And how would he even get on the internet? Yeah, there was, I don't there was know. no connection in their little hub for online. Oh, wait, wait, you don't know that. We didn't see, we didn't spend a lot of time in that hub. I'm just saying, I, I mean, if it was, if there was access to the internet, would Qbert be slumming it like he was? <laughs> Well, I I don't know. Maybe they were down for maintenance in the first movie. Yeah. I I don't I don't know. I'm just the the only thing that I have heard at some point is that there's there's confirmed that there's going to be Disney princesses and some Star Wars characters showing up in this. Uh, 
Why? Uh, I I don't know, but I do I do know that um, it looks like we're probably gonna see some Frozen characters, and Tiana is probably gonna be in it based on some of the voice actresses that they've cast. But just release Kingdom Hearts instead of shoving all kinds of Disney characters in this. So speaking of Kingdom Hearts, Toy Story Four was announced. <laughs> <laughs> You like that? That is a segue. Yeah, Toy Story 4. Nobody really knows much about Toy Story 4. There's some speculation that it's going to be uh, about them trying to go find Bo Peep, who was mentioned in Toy Story 3 that she was sold at a yard sale. Okay. So, you, know, f- you know, for Woody. I-, I mean, they didn't seem to care enough to get her back in the third one. Yeah, which is kind of weird that they would just let it go for that long. But, you know, they've they've released a couple of Toy Story. Um, There was a made-for-TV movie and a-, and a few shorts after Toy Story 3 about, you know, them with the new little girl's family. Yeah. So I'm I'm fairly well familiar with that little girl and her mom now at this point that I'm basically, I'm okay with whatever they show in Toy Story 4. Oh, so you'd have to watch all of that to to understand what's going on in Toy Story 4. I mean, there's not a lot of story development, obviously, but it's it's one of those deals where the little girl shows up right at the end of Toy Story 3, and so we don't really have a time to get to know her or get to appreciate her, you know, the same way yeah. we have with Andy for three movies. Yeah. But, I mean, I've I've had a few mo- I've had a, a, like I said, a made-for-TV movie and a couple of shorts for that little girl now, and so I am sort of familiar with her and her family and... There was a there was a funny short that was on uh, Disney Junior Take a Shot where uh <laughs> Rex was uh was left in the in the bathtub and so like he basically threw like a giant bath party for all of the bath toys because everyone he was he was so sick of being you know called the worry war and party saurus or uh, party pooper Rex so he <laughs> he rebrands himself as party saurus Rex and so since he actually can move because he's a regular toy not a bath toy so he's not like a boat or anything like that he can move yeah. And he's able to like turn the water on and throw in bubble bath and, and do all that. So it's like this, he throws this huge raver in the bathroom, which ends up overflowing. <laughs> it's so it overflows. There's this giant mess. And then they, they cut away to like the mom paying a plumber, just shaking her head going, I don't know. <laughs> so that, that actually of, does sound good. Yeah. That's kind of funny. And then there was a, there was actually, I think it was, uh, it came out around Christmas time or something like that. There was a special where, uh, the little girl takes all the toys over to her friend's house and his friend got like this new, brand new set of like these crazy, uh, dinosaur action figures. Yeah. And, but then he also got like a PlayStation or some video game system so he doesn't play with them. So the creatures created some sort of Lord of the Flies type situation where they took over the toy room. Um. <laughs> And yeah, that was so. Anyway, fun times. I will probably see Toy Story four. Be, I mean, th- I will see every single movie on this list. If I'm being perfectly honest with myself, there's no way I'm not. I'm just gonna have to try to find a way to make it happen. But uh, I probably will as well as children are now becoming a bigger and bigger part of my life. Yeah. So, uh, Wrinkle in Time is another movie. Everyone seemed really excited by it. I don't know anything about it, and I wasn't even interested in the trailer. But we'll mention it here just for the sake of completion. I, I saw the trailer. I wasn't impressed. Um, it, uh-huh. I wasn't even sure what the hell was going on. Yeah, I I think I I saw a couple of stills and I was about the same way. Like I I don't know what's happening. So let's move on. Star Wars Episode Eight. Uh, there was no trailer, but there was uh, like a behind the scenes featurette, about four minutes. Mm. You get to see some stuff. Uh, the most interesting thing that I liked about it is they showed a lot of scenes before effects were brought in. Yeah. So you get to see things like all the trackers on on Mark Hamill's hand that are going to eventually be his robot hand. Oh yeah. So we got some scenes of Ray training and and the actors who plays Rey. 
Ray, uh, Daisy Ridley and, and her, and her training. And then, of course, there was a, a, a lot of, of, of general Organa. So you get a lot of Carrie Fisher shots and it's just, I, I don't know how they're going to handle, you know, Carrie Fisher's, uh, very young death. And it's, it's extremely selfish given, you know, that, that a person died that my concern right now is, but what's going to happen to the story? Especially, a, <laughs> especially a Star Wars story where it's like, it's not even something I'm a really big fan of. You know, I, my interest in Star Wars is almost entirely based on the fact that it's, it's classic cinema and yeah. not as much as I, I'm not really that big into the Star Wars lore, but you know, episode four, five, and six. Yeah. I mean, that's a, those were major movies when I was growing up. Like I grew yeah. up as those movies were being released. And so they're, they're like a huge part. And you know, Star Wars was huge back in the eighties. And I was, I was formative years were back during that time. So it's, you know, it's, it's something I came to appreciate, but you know, episodes one, two, and three kind of broke me of that. <laughs> I saw episode one and I thought, huh, I guess maybe I'm not that big a fan of Star Wars. And that really, that really just kind of set me on a path of like, maybe I don't like this as much as I just remember liking it. Exactly. But, yeah, so uh, that's, I, I've been trying to stay away from footage for this, uh, for episode eight because I, I know they're gonna, they're gonna show me something that's gonna be really important and it's just gonna ruin the experience. Cause I've, I've seen now every Star Wars movie to date, uh, you know, yeah. when it, when it comes out now. So I'm just like, alright, if I'm gonna do this, then I'm not watching anything. Yeah, I still need to see Rogue One. I haven't what? seen it. I know, I need to get on that. It's, in fact, I waited so long and not only do I have the Blu-ray, it's on Netflix now. Yes, yes, I saw that recently, and, sh- and shout out to to Jeff Baron Fang, who's uh who hates Episode Seven but loves Rogue One. I know that is so odd to me. I, <laughs> I I I would almost have absolutely no interest in seeing this movie if it wasn't for the fact that Jeff is just in love with it. Yep. Uh, if it wasn't for him, I would have no interest. It would be whatever, some side story. I don't care. But since he likes it so much, and and especially since he didn't like Episode Seven, which I liked, I thought vehemently. Yeah, I, I really. <laughs> Wow. So anyway, uh, Frozen 2, other than the name, that's all we know. That's it. Don't really care. There's a new Frozen short that's going to be releasing with some movie this, this Christmas time. Perhaps like, Coco? Maybe. Is Coco coming out this Christmas? I don't know. I was just, I was just I, t- I taking shots in the dark. Fair enough. Yeah. I just, I saw, uh, an ad for it somewhere on one of my Disney sites I go to. There was a, they've already released a trailer and it's, it, it's like Olaf trying to find the meaning of Christmas or something. Ugh, why is he still alive? Because Elsa gave him his own personal flurry that follows him around. And that's everlasting? Apparently. I don't know how Elsa's magic works. <laughs> they don't really do they. they don't really establish any rules for it. It's like she controls the cold and it can change her clothes. And <laughs> she creates life. And yeah, and she creates sentient life. And she changes other people's clothes with it. In the Frozen <laughs> Fever short, she definitely changes Anna's dress with her ice powers. <laughs> And at one point, he actually picks up a flower from a table and puts it in Anna's hair, again, with her ice powers. So, I, I don't know. I, uh, yeah. I, don't I, I am way beyond even trying to figure out Elsa's powers. All right, so Tim Burton's Dumbo. All I can say is that pink elephant scene, which inevitably, inevitably is going to happen, is going to be a psychedelic trip, man. Now, it's been a long time since I've seen Dumbo. What are you referring to? So, Pink Elephant scene. Uh, there was a scene in Dumbo at one point where, uh, it was right after one of their shows. And, uh, so Dumbo and his little pal, the, the mice, the mouse, I can't even remember the mouse's name. Timothy J. Mouse, does that sound right? 
Uh, you got me. Sure. Uh, they accidentally get drunk on champagne because, you know, <laughs> kids film. Oh, yeah. And while they get drunk, uh, it's Timothy Q. Mouse, by the way. I just looked it up. Timothy Q. Mouse. Ah, okay. So I was only off by a letter. But that's pretty good for a movie <laughs> I haven't seen in a long time. Right. Uh, so Timothy Q. Mouse and Dumbo get drunk on champagne. And then they hallucinate literal pink elephants. And there's this whole musical sequence where all of their hallucinations are just going off and elephants are showing up and doing things. And there's like elephant ice skating and elephant dancing and there's elephant snakes and stuff. It is. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> it, it, it is amazing I turned out as normal as I did, all things considered, I think. <laughs> all the crap that they showed us as kids. Yeah. Again, you don't you don't normally see scenes with main characters getting drunk in children's movies. But here we go. And so if if that scene is in a Tim Burton directed Dumbo, I I think you know, I think we're in for a treat. <laughs> uh so The Lion King's getting a live action remake directed by John Favreau, which Yeah. <laughs> that, I'm They just I'm, give him all the 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 remakes that were once cartoons and yeah. now brought to live action. Yeah. I mean after Jungle Book, who can blame him for trying this again. I mean, other than what I basically saw in the trailer was essentially uh just a live-action, quote-unquote... Can you really call it live-action when, like, all the characters are CG? Is that, uh, is I mean, that really they fair? Call it, I mean, the whole thing of the Jungle Book was that it was all... A lot of it was CGI anyway, so... The only difference was there was a human child. Yeah, like, but this isn't the case here. So I, what? Like Mowgli was like the only live action thing in that movie, and they call it the live action Jungle Book. I'm like, well, yeah. maybe a photorealistic Jungle Book might be a more accurate way of describing it. <laughs> but I mean, it, it was the opening scene for The Lion King, so I mean, I, we'll, we'll see. Mufasa's still gonna die, and oh, James Earl Jones is coming back. Do the voice of Mufasa. Oh, so he's gonna sound as tired as he did when he did Darth Vader. Uh, who, he might be better. He does, he still voices Mustafa every now and then. There's a, there's a show on Disney Junior, Take a Shot, called The Lion Guard, which is about Simba's kid, Kion. Uh, so not, not the same kid from, from The Lion King 2, which was, um, uh, not Kiara. I, nope, Maybe Kiara. I yeah, Kiara, cause Nala was his wife. Yeah, so Kiara. Kiara is Simba's daughter, who was in The Lion King 2. Uh, there's, he has another younger son, Kion, and Kion earns the power of the roar, which is something that was instilled with the Lion Guard. <laughs> And he uses that in, or, in order to reform the Lion Guard. Now, the previous leader of the Lion Guard was Scar, uh, who, who actually lost the roar when he turned the, when he turned the, the roar against fellow lions in, in order to use it for evil. And so there was this whole thing once where other evil lions showed up and they said, you can't use the roar against us because, because we're lions. And if you use the roar against us like Scar did, you'll lose it. And that's when Kion came to realize like Scar didn't lose it because he used it against other lions. He lost it because he used it for evil. So anyway, and apparently those lions or the hyenas or somebody might be showing up again. There's going to be a lion guard uh, movie event on Disney Junior. Take a shot, which is like the the rise of Scar. And I, I hopefully, hopefully uh, Jeremy Irons comes back to voice Scar. I would love that. Oh, but, God, that so, was a good laugh. Thank so you. The moral of all of that is that on occasion, James Earl Jones does come back and voice Mustafa in the lion guard. I'm sorry. That's the second time you said Mustafa. It should be Mufasa, right? <laughs> yeah, you had to think about it. I did. I really did. I thought, like, why is that wrong? Oh, it's Mufasa. <laughs> All right, Mufasa. Mufasa. Voices Mufasa. I'll fix that in post. <laughs> All right, and Avengers, Avengers Infinity War. Okay. 
All right, let's lock it up. Avengers Infinity War. Uh, was there a trailer or anything? I didn't see any footage. I just knew that there was. they made a big deal, but I don't think there was a trailer because there was a big deal about will they show it at San Diego, and everyone says well, if they didn't show it at D23, they're not going to show it at San Diego. Yeah, um, there was no footage that I'm aware of. Um, I did post a link in our notes of like the new Spider-Man costume that they're that they're pimping out. I haven't seen the new Spider-Man, so I don't know if it's in the if it's in the newest Spider-Man or not, but there's a new costume going around. So Yeah, I'm not um, sure how I feel about that costume, to be perfectly I, honest with you. I love it. Do you know? I mean, it's just a different take on, you know, what we're used to, and I appreciate it. I I, I appreciate that it's something different, don't get me wrong. I, it's just I when I see this, I think a little bit too much Spider-Man Unlimited. Really? Yeah. You remember that you know, cartoon that that awful continuation? It was a, it was the spinoff of the of the original Spider-Man cartoon. Yes, on Fox Kids. On Fox Kids, yes. <laughs> I just yeah, I'm I getting that, that impression from this from the suit. Like in in a vacuum, I like it. It's just I see it and I think Spider-Man Unlimited. I don't know. I see Iron Spider mixed with the with the classic Spider-Man. Suit. I do see a little Iron Spider. You know what they really should have done? And I know it doesn't make sense with their current plans, but they hmm. said here's what he's gonna wear in Infinity War, and it should have just been black suit. <laughs> Venom black suit Spider-Man? Yeah, the Venom black suit Spider-Man. Because wasn't it in Secret Wars when he got it in the comic books? Wow. So I don't remember. I want I want to say it was it was Secret War, something like that. Yeah, and and this is kind of that way. Anyway, I, that's what I would have liked to have seen. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Avengers Infinity War is coming. And so this was big. They uh, they did announce the cast of the uh, the live action Aladdin movie. Yes, um, and, that was exciting. I say with a large question mark. It, it 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 did leave some question marks. I will say the the big announcement is that the genie will be played by Will Smith, which uh which had been rumored in the past. There were some rumors going around about that, but this was finally confirming it. Uh, I I mean, I listen. You can't get Robin Williams, obviously, mm. tragically. You cannot get Robin Williams, and I don't think any other actor, live action wise, could give it the could do it justice if they tried to play it like Robin Williams. You know, you can't throw Josh Gad at this and just hope that he pulls off a Robin Williams like experience. So I yeah. think Will Smith is definitely a new direction. I mean, he is he is a charming actor. He's got charisma, just he just oozes charisma. I mean, there's no oh, issue yeah. with there. He's a good actor. He's he's been in very powerful movies. I he's certainly capable of of playing the genie not like robin williams did but he's certainly capable of making it his own thing i i despite my initial apprehension and it just depends on what direction they're going but in terms of if you had to pick a good direction to take it in that is not robin williams but can still be entertaining uh well you you could do a lot worse than will smith yeah i I mean i'm fine with it it's it's not something i had a problem with i i actually don't have a problem with any of the casting i just don't care that it's an aladdin remake yeah i well, I, I like Aladdin. I'm interested in how the music's going to turn out because, I mean, Aladdin's one of those Disney movies where, especially given it was Robin Williams' performance and, and how iconic and how he owned the movie, mm-hmm. you, you almost wonder, w- without that presence, is it going to work? And, and we'll see. But I generally, I like Aladdin, so I'm, I'm probably going to like this. Um, other than maybe a live-action Frozen movie, this is probably my second most anticipated <laughs> live-action movie. Uh, so Mina Masood is going to play Aladdin. Uh, he was in the movie Jack Ryan. Uh, Naomi Scott will play Jasmine. She most recently was the Pink Ranger in the Power Rangers movie, the gritty yes. reboot. It's not a gritty reboot. Gritty reboot. <laughs> when you say it like that, it makes it true. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> gritty reboot. Anyway, so Guy Ritchie is directing. 
All right. I would I would love to talk more about this, but we we are now just finishing up D23 and we still have San Diego Comic-Con to talk about. Yes, let's tread on into that. All right. So, first let's let's talk about a rumor that's been going around. So, holy cow, Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so there's there's there was this whole rumor that he didn't want to be Batman anymore and that Justice League might have even been his last one, especially after Matt Reese came in to direct the Batman and then and then Matt Reese wanted to completely redo the story that Ben Affleck helped write and then there was this rumor that Warner Brothers wanted to let him go gracefully and then Ben Affleck comes out and decides, "Hey, just so I can get more crazy information out there." He comes out and says, "No, I'm the Batman. I'm going to be in this movie. I can't wait to be in this movie. I am all in." As the bat and so a lot of people were saying oh well that puts that to bed i'm like yeah because because an actor's never come out and lied before right like you don't i think uh i think i watched a video where they were like you know you don't you don't have like a basketball player come out and say that uh you know he's not going to be traded right before he's traded um so that i I don't know i don't know that maybe there's some legitimacy to that i don't know but we'll see i just i thought of the number one thing i thought of when people were saying well he said it so that settles it is basketball coaches in college do this all the time they hold a press conference i am committed to duke i am not leaving and three days later he gets hired somewhere else and like so come on man (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i we the truth is we don't know what goes on behind the scenes and these rumors have been going on for the better part of a year well when did batman v superman come out this is a terrible question batman v superman uh uh, came out i want to say in march last year okay so yeah a couple of months after Batman v Superman came out, that's when these rumors started. Oh, is the Batman in trouble? Suicide Squad reshoots. And now apparently Justice League is going through reshoots. Ex- extensive and- reshoots. Uh, have you heard how much money they're losing trying to get rid of the mustache on Superman's face? <laughs> was it, was it like what, 25 million? Yes. It was $25 million in reshoots because <laughs> every, every new shot with Superman, which you gotta love saying that like, oh, so I guess he comes back in this one. Uh, right? <laughs> spoiler alert. No kidding. Like, you know, that was a major story point of Batman v Superman, right? What is he contracted to do that he can't get rid of the the facial hair? I don't remember what he was contracted to do. I, I read it in an article, but it wasn't anything that stuck with me, but... But he has to have a mustache for that role. So anytime, anytime he's in it, he's, uh, Henry Cavill's gotta have that mustache. So they're gonna take it out digitally. I mean, they, they do that. Gal Gadot had to get her baby edited out of, of, of Wonder Woman reshoots because she was five months pregnant while they were doing reshoots for Wonder Woman. Interesting. So she had to wear like this, this big green thing over her, over her belly so that they could edit, wow. edit out. Yeah. <laughs> if if you can see, they're online. You can look. There are there are some shots of of her doing the reshoots with the green thing on her belly, so they could take the baby bump out and make her Wonder Woman again. And I didn't notice, so they did a decent enough job, I guess. Yeah, seriously. Um, Justice League trailer. Did you see the Justice League trailer? Or are you just trying to avoid it at this point? I saw the Justice League trailer. I promised my nephew I would take him, so I'm gonna go. So I might as well just watch it. No, regardless. Listen, Vernon, we, we both know where I stand on this. If the day before the movie comes out, the entire cast got together, held a press conference and said, we all believe that this is the worst movie that has ever been made and no person <laughs> should ever see it, I would still be there opening night. If if Ben Affleck came to my door, knocked on my front door and said, hey, Judge Greg, it's Ben Affleck here. Instead of going to see Justice League, would you rather just hang out with me? I would say the only way we're hanging out, Ben Affleck, is if you and I are going to go see Justice League together. <laughs> so, to be clear, if Ben Affleck 
dressed as Batman came in and gave you a beatdown if you went to see Justice League and said he would give you a beatdown Batman style if you went to see Justice League. You would still see Justice League. I would League. say break out the Bat brand because I'm going to see Justice League. <laughs> no, they're going to murder you in prison. Well, that's just a risk I'm going to have to take because I'm seeing Justice League. <laughs> so I can't even pretend like, ugh, I have no interest in it anymore. I'm like, of course I have interest in it. It's a DC movie. I'm going to see it. I'm probably going to see it twice. It doesn't matter if it looks good or not. But I actually liked this trailer. I did not like the last trailer, but I liked this trailer. What was the defining factor? Um, Aquaman wasn't as obnoxious. Oh, he's my favorite part. I know. I'm sure I'm going to like him in the movie, but I think for what I was seeing, he was just kind of really, really obnoxious. And so I think what the most speculation, because people, people don't want to hear us talk about what we thought of the trailer, because it was pretty cool. It was nice to see Wonder Woman doing her Wonder Woman thing again. And I thought it was kind of funny when Cyborg took over whatever the bat thing was that he took over and said, I took it from here, Alfred. And Alfred says, um, yeah. do I, do, do, have we met? I know you. <laughs> do I know you? <laughs> So, I mean, that was funny, and the jokes work. One of my favorite gag of the whole thing is when Commissioner Gordon turns back around and everybody's disappeared but the Flash. <laughs> He's like, oh, wow, they're uh, they're gone. Um, <laughs> that was kind of rude. That was kind of rude, and then he takes off running. Uh, yeah. I, I did like what I was seeing from the Flash in that I, I saw somebody who was more willing to use his powers than, than TV Flash is, and at least yeah. a little bit more competent with it, like, you know, pushing Wonder Woman's sword to her Quicksilver style and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm happy about what I'm seeing, and, and hopefully... Hopefully it'll be a fully be a decent movie. We'll talk more about the Flash in a little bit, but uh, so we got to talk the end of this trailer. Somebody or something shows up to see Alfred, and Alfred says, uh, "They said you'd come. I just hope you have time." And there's so much speculation about what that is. Um, I'm presuming it's just Superman. That would be the obvious choice, um, right? It would be interesting if they subverted that. Uh that obviousness and went another route. So there was a lot of thought because Steppenwolf, who's the main enemy in this, was, you know, I guess Steppenwolf, you're one of those, you roll your eyes like, just, just pull out Darkseid. What are you waiting on? Why are you holding that one back? But yeah, so Steppenwolf specifically says there's no Kryptonian and there's no lanterns. And so just by having oh. said the word lanterns, now everyone's thinking like, oh, but was it a lantern? Is that what they predicted would happen? Which lantern is it? And I've, I've seen a lot of internet speculation. Like if it was a lantern, it, it really makes most sense that it should be Abin Sewer. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. So the, it he says that in the trailer? I missed the hell out of that. Yeah, Steppen, Steppenwolf in the trailer, like when when the, he first shows up, apparently on Themyscira, he, he says something like, this planet is unprotected, no lanterns, no Kryptonian. Okay, I completely missed that. You must have, yeah. No lanterns, okay. No lanterns. That actually, I'm kind of excited. Yeah, so there's some talk of like, well, maybe this is the lanterns have actually come now that he's doing it. And they figured it out, and so somebody was saying, was like, oh, well, is it going to be John Stewart? Is it going to be Kyle Rayner? Is it going to be Hal Jordan? Like, well, it probably should be Abin Sewer, because yeah. I don't think Hal Jordan would have just disappeared like that and not protected his home planet. But if I was going to try to introduce the Green Lantern into the, the DCEU, one way you could do it is have Abin Sewer die in the battle with Steppenwolf. That's brilliant. Yeah. And then, and then the ring goes to him, and then, of course, Superman is going to show up because, you know, the mustache, we already know that's happening. It's oh, not yeah. really a secret at this point. Although, for whatever reasons, uh, Superman's actor, uh, Henry Cavill, he was not at Comic-Con. 
probably filming something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but everyone said like, oh, he's not there. I'm like, well, I mean, he's, they probably, it's probably something as silly as they didn't want him showing up with a mustache. <laughs> yeah, asking him questions yeah. about it. What's the mustache for? So anyway, Justice League, <laughs> I'm going to see it. You're going to see it. We'll both see it. We'll do a hero talk on it. Yeah. And I've, It'll I'll, be, yeah, I'll see it regardless. It'll be an experience. Yeah. I, but this is Vernon. We're one step closer to JLA Avengers. <laughs> one step closer. They're both established movie franchises now. And we saw, we saw what happened. Disney's willing to play ball. They played ball with Sony. Disney and Warner Brothers get together. This could happen. So are you thinking that Disney will then buy DC or I, just broker a piece so just, that they can make this happen? I'm broker a piece. I'm thinking sort of a who framed Roger Rabbit type deal. Oh. <laughs> you know, where like Disney gets to make it and we let them use our characters. And there's yeah. like, there's some stipulations like Captain America and Batman have to have equal screen time or something like that. But that's, that's how I envision that happening in my head. But it, it could happen. There's all, all the pieces are in place now. We're actually seeing a Justice League movie. So we will see. We will and see. I'm going to admit that I think that even if I didn't promise my nephew, I think that uh, it, it's, it's kind of a, a historic thing because we've never seen the Justice League in live action on the big screen before. Mm-hmm. So like these are all just like the Avengers, you know, it's something you got to see at least yeah. once because these are the things that we grew up with. And, and I love Ben Affleck as Batman. I just, I like seeing him as Batman. He's going to be Batman in this and probably going to do some Batman-y stuff, and I want to see it. I mean, I thought he was with you. (laughs) That was still such a diss. Like, Batman, you sent her an email. You knew she was going to show up. (laughs) Why why you got to be a jerk about it? (laughs) All right. uh, Ready Player One. I I hear this was a book. I know it's filled with pop culture references. I was able to pick out the DeLorean and the Iron Giant in that giant mess of a trailer. And the, yeah. I know on Twitter this blew up and everyone was super excited and super, super built up. And then I finally watched the trailer myself and I just kind of got a, eh, I don't really. Yeah, it's, it's like the, the, um, the other one, the, the other one I can't remember. A Wrinkle in Time, a yeah. bunch of stuff happens and there's no context. Right. I know they, they play video games by putting things on their head or something, but I, I'm just, I, I felt, I watched it twice because I really wanted to sort of feel that same sense of excitement everyone else felt. Yeah. And I just didn't have it. And so I think this will be one of those ones where I'm happy for everybody else, but I'm probably going to sit ready player one out. Fair enough. I'll, uh, I'll let you know because, uh, I, I am, I, even though I'm like, eh, I'm still like, it could be good. It, it could be. So, moving on, moving on. There, there was a new trailer for Thor Ragnarok. Yes. So, I like the trailer. Notable by their absence, and I'm, I'm really wondering how they address this in the movie, but Lady Sif and the Warriors 3 were not in that trailer at all. No, which is interesting because they're Thor's buddies. Right. They are pivotal parts of Thor. They've been in the previous Thor movies. I was sort of hoping they were going to show up in Infinity War, but I, I'm, I'm really confused. Like, are they, why aren't they there? Like, Thor's, he's like, I'm putting together a team. I'm like, oh, if only you had some other team of people who were already willing to work with you and go to all ends of the earth to find you and bring you back if you were to say be abandoned on earth for a long weekend. And anyway, it's, I, no, no. I, I mean, we get to see the Hulk, and that was cool, because, you know, the Hulk's basically not going to be given his own movie, and Mark Ruffalo threw some shade at Universal over that, but... Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but uh, it's nice to see the Hulk come back, and 
I, Loki's gonna be Loki's in everything. Every, everyone loves Loki. Although he, I, it's I, I think it's adorable that he's trusting Loki again. Right? <laughs> like, are you an idiot? You're like, well, a desperate times go for. Are, when has this ever worked Didn't out? Did you do this you? before? Yeah. Like, has, <laughs> I get Thor is not really the smartest guy in the world, but wow. And Mjolnir gets destroyed. Yeah. So and I'm wondering if they're gonna make one of the other because there's the the same people that made Mjolnir in the comics went on to make a bunch of different other things and different other hammers for other people. So I wonder if he's going to get a new version of Mjolnir or if it's going to be something as cheesy as Mjolnir comes back at the end when he learns the power of friendship or something. I don't know. Actually, I'm thinking that uh, it's the the good point about this is that there was a preview when they started, I guess, making Infinity War that showed some concept art. I I don't know. It was it was a cool concept. I hope they use it. But um, yeah, I think he's gonna find that the power of Mjolnir was inside him this whole time. Yeah, it's. I, there's been a bunch of times in the comic books that Mjolnir has been destroyed because once you establish it can't be destroyed, obviously that becomes your go-to, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And so now we got to destroy it all the time because it's got to it's got to be a big deal. So I I don't remember how it came back every one of those times because I don't care enough to go look it up and I certainly don't remember it. Uh, I do remember at one point in time Thor I thought he was using guns for a second there and I think he had a giant mace at one point. So uh, I have not seen the concept art of Thor from Infinity War, but I'm actually going to look it up right now. Let's let's go to Google, everybody. <laughs> I do enjoy the fact that they finally gave Hulk some dialogue. I, I like that Hulk is talking now so that it doesn't feel like he's just set dressing. Yeah, he's not just jumping around grunting and, you know, he can, Banner can control it and then he can't control it and then I'm like, alright, make up your minds. Oh, yeah, so that hammer that he's wielding looks a lot like Mjolnir from the Ultimate Avengers in the Ultimate Universe. Just Google right now, as long as we're doing the Google thing on Hero Talk because it's riveting radio, Google <laughs> Ultimate Thor Mjolnir and you'll see the handle looks just like what he's carrying and the Ultimate Thor Mjolnir is a, pr- a pretty sweet looking hammer. I, I want to say he could use two hands for for the big Mjolnir in the comic books. Like it wasn't a very it wasn't a short handle. It was short enough he could one hand it, but it was yeah. also long enough that he could use two hands if he wanted to. And that makes it pretty cool in my book. Yeah, I'm looking at side by side comparisons. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, so I, th- I think I think we're gonna see an ultimate Mjolnir. Fair enough, is what I'm saying. And again, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, might as well. May as well. Harken back to the comics. Yeah, if if you're gonna destroy Mjolnir and bring it back, you might as well just go ultimate. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was Thor Ragnarok. So this next piece of news, it's uh, man, it, there was so much speculation just around this. Uh, so it was announced, I guess, just the title and possibly getting a re. So this, the poor Flash movie has been all, right. all over the place. I think it's on its third or so rewrite. They just, they can't figure out what to do with them. Now I have faith because Wonder Woman used to go through this same thing and then her movie came out and it was pretty cool. Did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you gotta see it. You have I to know. see it. It's so good. I know. It's so good. Uh, so the Flash is now going through that right now. But what was announced at and around Comic-Con is that the name of the Flash movie is going to be Flashpoint, which, of course, sent the speculation machine into full bore because Flashpoint is the very famous storyline from the comic book that has been told both in the TV series and in its own straight-to-video animated feature yeah. that uh the Flash goes back in time, he saves his mother from being murdered, and as a result, completely changes the timeline going forward. Uh, 
to, I mean, it just, it's, it's all different. It create, it creates what they called like a time boom where it just affected stuff around it. So Superman wasn't in Kansas or he was in Kansas, but he wasn't raised by the Kents. And, you know, Batman isn't Bruce Wayne. It's Thomas Wayne. And he's a much darker, angrier Batman who actually uses guns, who uses guns. Yeah. So, so Thomas Wayne, who was played by the actor who plays Negan, uh, Look at Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Thank you. I was, I was really, I was going to Google it because I couldn't remember. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan would be the Batman in that movie. And it's not a bad idea in that for one, it's, uh, you've already kind of half introduced these characters. So it's, it's, it's a way to bring them all back in and show them all in different contexts so that it's not just like, Oh, why are we all guest starring in each other's movies? Cause it's, it's it puts them in a different light doing different yeah. stuff. So that's, so that's an interesting way to show it. And, um, if Ben Affleck really is having trouble with being Batman, if that's true, who knows, then you have a different actor playing Batman in this movie, so it's not really an issue for this movie. And then maybe the whole point is when they used Flashpoint in the comic books, it reset the continuity. And so there's some thought that if they do Flashpoint in the movies, and, and this is, I don't think they'll do it, cause this, this, they'd have to have some stones to try to do this. They could use it to reset their, their cinema continuity. Yeah. And so they could do things like maybe get different actors and parts of different sociopathic nocturnal vigilantes if they had to, or <laughs> anything they wanted to undo. If they wanted to just maybe get rid of some of the lesser popular parts of Batman v Superman and Man of Steel and Suicide Squad, they could just kind of poof and make that go away. Uh, I don't think they will. I think when this movie ends, they'll probably be right back where they started. I don't think they're going to use it to change, not even to change costumes or anything. Oh, maybe to change well, costumes. Well, maybe some minor, minor changes here and there, but I don't, yeah, you're right. Like, I don't think they have the, they have the guts yeah. to, to make any huge changes or reset anything. That, that would have to take, like, some, you would, I can't even imagine what it would take to say, hey, let's just reset this thing. I know we're only four movies deep already, but let's just reset it. <laughs> I mean, it would take some gall. It, would, it definitely would. And I, I think I would be paying close attention and be kind of looking forward to, mm-hmm seeing where they go with it um actually just hearkening back to the justice league trailer really quickly yep. did you see an image of supergirl i didn't should i have there's a a clip where batman is in the Batcave and he's looking at someone with a flowing red cape and the boots come up but there's no blue pants that meet the boots huh I I missed that completely. I will have to rewatch it and, and see. Like he's staring intently at this hologram, and I'm not sure. In fact, Vernon, let's use the power of editing. I I'm I'm going to just watch the trailer now, and I I'm we 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 won't we won't put this the trailer part in. We're gonna we're gonna edit out the pause, and we're gonna come back. So we'll be right back right after I watch the trailer. Hey, wait a minute! That looked like Supergirl. That was yeah. That that's was what I'm saying. That like, was definitely a flowing cape and red boots, and I did not see blue tights. Yeah. I, so is that like a spoiler? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, were they? Did they want us to try to? I I don't know. I don't know. I just noticed it just the second that looked like. Maybe it's super- a message of some sort. Uh, maybe. I mean, there's technically they did create a backdoor for Supergirl to be in the DCEU. Oh, did they? In uh, in Man of Steel, when he shows up on that ship that's at the North Pole, that was a uh, you know, a ship of the House of L, and yeah. there's all those people that are dead in their pods. There is one pod that was intact and open. Oh, whoa! Yeah, <laughs> that's huge. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so maybe that's who shows up to talk to Alfred, Supergirl. 
Hmm. You know, she hears the call, and then she shows up, and then Superman eventually shows up, because we already know that's going to happen, because mustache. But that's that could be who shows up there. I didn't even... Wow. I missed that completely. I, that, that's what you miss when you watch it on your phone and not on, on a larger screen. That's the tiny things. Yeah, I just... I thought it was... Uh, I just thought it was Superman. I didn't even realize it until just now. Wow. Wow. That is huge. So if it turns out to be Supergirl, folks... You know where you heard it. You heard it here, right here on Hero Bites, episode three, brought to you by the real Hero Talk podcast. Because <laughs> I'm not seeing anyone online talking about no, potential we, we Supergirl cameos. We are the first. All right. I feel bad moving on after that big drop, but <laughs> I feel like we got, we got to, we got to end that one on a high note. Uh, so the event, the defenders, and I guess Punisher's going to be in the defenders, right? Did I hear that right? Um, I heard that they showed a clip of the Punisher show that's coming, but I didn't hear that he was going to oh. be in the Defender show. Maybe I maybe I mistook that. I haven't uh I I didn't I didn't read up too much on that other than just knowing there was a lot of hype for the the Defenders. You know, I still haven't haven't watched Luke Cage. I haven't watched Iron Fist. Well, I obviously haven't watched Iron Fist because it's Luke, <laughs> I haven't watched Luke Cage yet. I really need to see Luke. Here's, so here's why I haven't watched Luke Cage. Out of the four main defenders that, that are going to be in this, between Daredevil, Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, and, and Iron Fist, I don't care about the other three, but Luke Cage I care about. So I'm I'm afraid like if I watch it and I don't like it, am I gonna have to question myself? Is that is it gonna be like an existential crisis? Is it gonna be well, like, oh no? <laughs> Think about it like this: I saw the last Airbender in theaters, and I swear to God, I wanted to leave the theater, but I couldn't because I felt like I had I paid for it, so I had to sit there. But it didn't ruin the fandom for me. Like it didn't ruin the show that came before and it didn't ruin legend of Korra. So I still love avatar, the last airbender, even though I despise the movie. Huh? Okay. Yeah. It doesn't ruin anything that came before. That's what I hate about fanboys. It's it ruined my childhood. No, it didn't. You still have the stuff that, that came before. It's just that this one didn't come out to your liking. Yeah, exactly. And then, and I, you're right. You're right. I should just watch this because even if I don't like it, I still have lots of good Power Man stories I like. Yeah. So I should just, and, and he does, does he, he does say sweet Christmas, right? Does he say? He does. Okay. He does. I can, I can watch it now. <laughs> he there are some funny bits. He doesn't, too, he so doesn't just... happen to wear a, a yellow blouse with a silver tiara at any point, does he? There is an Easter egg with the silver tiara and the, 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 I guess the wrist bracelets. Okay. Does he wear a chain nope. belt? Yes, actually. Yes, does he? Oh, man, I'm gonna watch this. It's a, it's an Easter egg and it's a, it definitely doesn't last very long, but he, they do put it in there. Oh, man. I, I understand it's cheesy, but I love the Power Man costume and I know it doesn't work now. I get that. I know you have to update it. I get that. <laughs> but uh, I just, I, it brings me back to my childhood and I was, I was the kid in the playground who wanted to play Power Man. We had, all the kids were playing superheroes and we had like four Spider-Mans and five Wolverines and six Punishers and I was the only one who said, I want to be Power Man. And then, you know, I would inevitably have to explain, Power Man. explain who Power Man was to them. <laughs> Cause they, they didn't. They didn't know. All right. <laughs> uh, so there was some Walking Dead stuff got put out. I don't, I don't actually care about the Walking Dead anymore. Is that bad? It's not bad. Um, Jen, I know you're going to hate me. Shout out to the Dark Princess, but I'm just not in it. 
I'm, yeah. I'm not in it, and I haven't been in it since, I don't know, since they faked Glenn dying. Oh, see, I, I got lost in season two when it just, when they dragged and dragged. The farm? The farm. <laughs> exactly. I said in season two, uh, spoilers for season two, but seriously, that was what, seven years ago? Um, I said, I'm sticking with this show until I find out what happens to the little girl. And in the mid-season finale, I found out what happened to her. And I said, well, I'm out. And (laughs) so help me, I was. All right. Well, there's a lot to catch up on if you ever go back, but it's, it's, it has its ebbs and flows. Like it, you know, the mid-season finales are a lot better than the actual finales. That's what I keep hearing. Yeah, um, they they leave on a high note. They tend to come back on a high note, and then the seasons end on sort of like a meh, and then they come back and it's like bigger than ever, but it really isn't. The mid season finales are usually the best. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I don't even want to get into them. I like the Telltale games, so it's not like I have anything against that universe. I just the show and 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 don't don't write to me and say hey no you really should give it a try like obviously every person who watches it has said that to me already but at the end of the day if i don't want to i don't want to and i don't want to yeah <laughs> and I, can i just share what we put in our notes <laughs> go ahead sh- share what does the walking deadline say in our notes <laughs> it says the walking dead dot 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 do we care at this point and then you you came in after and put in quotes <laughs> or parentheses. No, we don't. No, we do not. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I didn't even, that was in real time, so I didn't realize that you were doing that. And I clicked back and <laughs> I had a good laugh. <laughs> I don't care. I'm sorry. All right. So the, the last bit of news from Comic-Con that we want to talk about, uh, just some casting notes from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, Ant-Man was a surprise I, I I wouldn't say hit, but it was a of of the Marvel movies of characters that I didn't really care about going in, and I thought, well, I'll watch this just to be a completionist, but I don't actually care. I actually mm. liked Ant Man. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I uh now the problem with when I watched Ant Man is I saw it on a plane, and not like I saw the plane version. I mean, I had it on my tablet and I watched it on a plane, and it was a good movie, but it was a long plane ride, and so I immediately went from Ant Man to Civil War. So it kind of got <laughs> overshadowed by by Civil War. But I liked Ant Man quite a bit. I, I think I, I think what they did with the story made it work in in that universe. So they just announced uh, some casting notes. Michelle Pfeiffer has been cast as Janet Van Dyne, who was Hank Pym's wife that was lost to the the subverse wherever she went. And maybe a little maybe we'll get to see that little mini universe. And, we kind of did, but and it has links to Doctor Strange, but yeah. we didn't really get into depth with it. Mm-hmm. So we'll get to see. Yeah. So. Uh, another casting point, Lawrence Fishburne was cast as Bill Foster, who was known uh, in the comic books as Goliath and then Giant Man. Uh, most notable, I remember him, is that during the Civil War comic book storyline, the uh, evil clone robot Thor that Tony Stark made, who gets referred to as Clore a lot by comic book fans, uh, <laughs> he, he killed him. Yeah, we, we don't really hear much about um, Goliath or Giant Man hashtag. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, it's... It's interesting to see another, um, an- another actually hero of color coming into this universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've, uh, it's been a little light. Although Black Panther's coming, and that will hopefully, hopefully help. But yeah, it's, uh, 
I, I, I don't know what they're going to do with Giant Man. I know he's kind of being brought in as a hero and not, not a villain, which is good. He is mm. a hero. He worked alongside Hank Pym. Uh, although this makes Lawrence Fishburne now, he's a double dipper. Because he's Perry White in the DC universe? Yeah, because he's, he's Perry White in the DCEU, and now he's going to be Giant Man in the uh, MCU. So, Lawrence Fishburne. Do we have any other people who are double dipping, or is that it? Uh, I I believe other people have, but so like another Clancy Clancy Brown. Uh, now he hasn't done this in the movies; he did this in the TV shows. Uh, Clancy mm. Brown. He was uh he was in Daredevil season two as some yes. old army captain, and he's also in the Flash as General Wade Eiling. And he's the bad guy in both. Spoilers, but yeah, <laughs> you know when Clancy Brown comes on. Anytime there's a no, there's a new military general or something they're usually the jerk now that's not entirely true because clancy brown also plays rapunzel's dad on tangled the series on disney jr take a shot <laughs> and he is not the bad guy in that all right not always then that was a very general statement yeah. of mine but a lot of the time you know you can call it he was also mr crab from spongebob squarepants <laughs> Which was a greedy jerk at the end of the day. <laughs> well, that's true. Point taken. Point taken there. Uh, all he cared about were his, his Krabby Patties. <laughs> his money and Krabby Patties. Yeah. But I'm glad to see that there's... You know, you mentioned Black Panther as mm-hmm. like a diverse cast and everything like that. I'm worried that that will be its own contained world. Um, because Wakanda doesn't really like interact with the world as much but you won't see any mixing and mingling of the of the characters and when you look back at all of the all of the marvel movies up to date all the superhero movies actually up to date there are you know awesome superheroes who are women and people of color to the point where you don't have to take say a you know a white superhero and turn him hispanic or asian or black or something like that you can bring those other lesser known characters to the forefront and i i'm hoping that they're going to start doing that more yeah and it is as as we've we want to talk about from time to time there there are so many really fantastic characters that aren't just the same guy over and over again yeah and some cynical people will be like oh so cyborg's only getting a push because of the color of his skin or like no cyborg's getting a push because he's awesome well i mean yeah <laughs> and he is in the justice league roster or he has been in the justice league roster for the last i don't know almost a decade i'm, I'm probably getting that number wrong yeah. but you know it, at I least, feel like at that least would be the last accurate. five years he's been in the justice league yeah. yeah so it's not like you're making it up out of nowhere and and he's awesome yeah we seem to be forgetting you know and there was there was a lot of talk at one point when um when the the animated series used john stewart as their justice league which they said specifically was for diversity reasons and i rem- i thought like you're, you're really selling them short because john stewart was a completely different green lantern than kyle rayner or hal jordan and and i don't they never gave him a fair shake the whole the thing because each one is unique you know Mm. kyle rayner was an artist so he usually had very pretty very artistic style you know like he would make tigers and stuff as his constructs hal jordan he was a fighter pilot he didn't really think through things all that much so that's where you get like boxing gloves and catcher's mitts (laughs) john stewart's an architect like john stewart once made a spaceship so that the Justice League could travel, and actually engineered the spaceship in his mind, and then constructed it. That's awesome. You know, that's to the point where uh, Batman was looking, I think it was like they were getting under attack, and Batman was looking for the oxygen tanks. And somebody says, how do you know there's oxygen tanks? He says, because John Stewart designed this aircraft. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man, that's trusting your ally, and or at least knowing their skills. Yeah. 
So he's he's he will create these very you know if he he doesn't just shoot a beam out of his gun he will create a construct which is a very complex like laser rifle that he mm. just he just engineered in his head at the time and created in his arms that's that's how he worked and he never got a fair shake about that and so I, I if we are going to see the Green Lantern Corps come into the movies and there is a scheduled Green Lantern Corps movie John, yeah. I want John Stewart to make these insanely complex constructs that he's known for. They may not get that deep into it. No, probably not. Here are these rings, and look at look, they can shoot pretty lights. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's going to be. Yeah. So I'm not really sure how we got down this path. <laughs> uh, Ant Man, Wasp, uh, Giant Man, Black Goliath, mm-hmm. Lawrence Fishburne, double dipping, double dipping. Yeah, and diversity and diversity. Um, so... Yeah. So if the, so the moral of the story is there. don't do diversity to pander, but. Don't not do diversity to not pander. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Um, so could I pose a question? Uh, sure. If the, if we have time, um, the, so now that they're doing Black Lightning, uh-huh. now that they've done Luke Cage, who would you want to see become like, uh, you know, like a, like a live action hero now? Icon. Icon and Rocket. I want to see an Icon and Rocket movie. Oh, no. Wait. Take that back. Static Shock. <laughs> Okay. Okay. First static shock. No, but he's probably going to show up at Black Lightning. No, I'm going back to my first, first gut. Icon and Rocket. <laughs> okay. Or, or War Machine. And, War Machine. I, and I hope War Machine doesn't just take over and become Iron Man. I don't want that. I actually want a War Machine movie and do it in the comics where he gets like the alien tech. Maybe in, during Infinity War, he can get alien tech and integrate it in his suit like he did yeah. in, in the comics. And so he gets like the alien War Machine suit. That, that would be cool. Yeah. I want, I want War Machine or Icon <laughs> or Static Shock. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool, actually. Yeah. With, yeah, with Infinity um, War, man, you open, you open the floodgates for all kinds of new storylines because you could do things like maybe get Spider-Man in his black suit if that's how they're going to do it. I don't know. This Venom thing is weird. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of things you could do. So I don't know. Yeah. I'd really, I'd really love to see Icon and Rocket because I think the, these are, these are characters who are, they're, they're, they should be mainstream characters. Yeah. And they're created by the late Dwayne McDuffie, who is, is so insanely talented. And, uh, again, he, he was just making characters he wanted to see in comics. And so he made really, really great characters, including Static Shock and Static Shock. I mean, people, if you grew up in a certain era, you knew who Static Shock was because mm-hmm. it was part of my, it's part of my Saturday morning routine was to watch Static Shock. So yeah, I remember that show, and 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 I like Static too, but I think Static is probably going to show up in Black Lightning, and so I think Icon and Rocket. And once I, if we could see Icon and Rocket, oh, isn't the Rock going to be in a Black Adam movie? Did I hear that? Yes, that dude is working. He. Did you see this commercial he did with Siri? I saw little bits of it. I wasn't interested. It's actually pretty funny. I laughed. He's the Rock. I hope- oh, is it? Is it funny? It's, it, it is funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, you have to watch. It's not Damn that it. long. It's like three and a half minutes. It's hilarious. It's the Rock being the Rock. I hear he's going to run for president. I'm probably going to vote for him. He's, yeah, he's probably going to run for president. But um, let's see, Steel. Oh, Steel. Yeah, the last time we saw Steel was Shaquille O'Neal play the role. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's see. Steel. Um, 
Vixen and Ray. So Vixen is already in the uh the Arrowverse. She's dead. She's not dead. Did, isn't she dead? No, there's there's like there's two Vixens in the Arrowverse. There's the one running around with the Legends of Tomorrow and there's the one from Detroit who gets the animated series and shows up every now and then. Oh, they're different. Yeah, they're different Vixens. I I haven't seen the animated one. I didn't realize. Yeah, no, they're, they're different. There was I, that was a major plot point I think at one point during Legends of Tomorrow is that is that the the current Vixen that they were around with who was from the 1920s they needed to restore her to the timeline because she has to go on and make the regular Vixen. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I th- I could have sworn I th- I thought she was dead. I don't I think she's I dead, but I've I've kind of mentally blocked out the end of Legends of Tomorrow, so I don't think she's dead. They just had a season two of the the animated series. Okay, all right. Well, I'd like to see her more prominently featured. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Uh, do you think Vixen could could support a her own her own uh solo movie? Probably not. Um, maybe not a movie, but maybe a. Like, like Netflix is doing, like a, like yeah. a build up to like a, like a group mm-hmm. thing, like a Justice League of America kind of deal I, that they're doing right now. Oh yeah. No, that easily there. Yeah. I mean, cause right now Justice League of America has this new guy playing the Adam, um, mm-hmm. Lobo, Killer Frost, Black Canary, Vixen, Ray, and then Batman, of course, is leading it off. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm okay with switching up the lineup. I think sometimes the, the lineups get stale and that you need to, you need to switch them up and get some new characters in there. Yeah. Um, I would actually. Ooh, Martian Manhunter. Oh, Martian Manhunter. Holy cow. Martian Manhunter needs a movie yesterday. Yeah. I think Martian Manhunter could like hold his own in a movie. Oh, easily, easily could hold his own in a movie. I dislike that he's constantly relegated to support roles for one of the super friends, but he's, he should be, he should have his own movie. Maybe Agreed. maybe he shows up at the end of the... I don't know. I'm just saying stuff now. Uh, I don't know if they do stuff with Mars just yet. Yeah, probably not. Um, I don't <laughs> think we're ready to introduce Mars. But anyway, I think I think we have we've talked this one to death. Actually, although yes, not, you got me wanting an icon movie. That's never going to happen, and I won't forgive you for that. Well, we will petition. You know, we will petition who we have to petition. Yeah, and if we can't get them to make it, we will make it. We will make it. Yes, we will. And and yes, we will. Yes, yes we can. <laughs> All right. Whoa, whoa. I don't. <laughs> I don't need the hate mail from that. But if you, <laughs> if you were going to send me hate mail, do you know where you'd send it to, Vernon? I do not. If you want to send me hate mail, actually, please don't send me hate mail, but if you want to send feedback or questions, you can email those to HeroTalk at Enthusiacs.com, and we'll answer your questions on mic, on the air, on Hero Bites every month. Doesn't that sound like an awesome thing to do? Oh, so it's HeroTalk at Enthusiacs.com. Yes, it's HeroTalk at Enthusiacs.com. Okay. I think I'm going to talk to my friends about emailing HeroTalk at Enthusiacs.com. You absolutely should email HeroTalk at Enthusiacs.com if you have any feedback or any questions for the show. Uh, I know we usually do that for like another two minutes, but uh, we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a Ver- lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, so Vernon, um, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to check out any more of our podcasts or articles, interviews, videos, check out enthusiacs.com. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Just search for Enthusiacs. And until next time, this is Judge Greg saying, "Beware, beware, pink elephants everywhere." <laughs> Got to see some scenes with, uh... Wow. What, you're recording on the freeway? (sighs) The window's open, (laughs) and there are trucks going by for no apparent reason.